Right? That's what we call technical difficulty. That's right. We're still a church plant, and I think my laptop may have died, so bummer. But you will view the video on our Instagram. But basically, it was like this amazing video, and you're gonna be so compelled and probably like give your life to the kingdom of God. So, uh, quick recap. It's about having a holy ambition. And, and here's the thing. There's this line that Saul says in it, and he's like way cooler than I am, and it's like this intense moment. And he says this idea where if you have a holy ambition, this ambition of giving your life to the kingdom of God, then every other ambition fades away, and there's no room for lesser ambitions. And I love that. And then Mark Vance at this point of this, you guys just got to watch the video. I'll just give you a recap of the video. He says this thing where he's like, I know this for a fact that the will of God for your life is full surrender to King Jesus. And this is a recap of the 2020 Spring Conference for Salt Company. And here's what I want you guys to know about that video. Is the reason why we want you guys to go to the conference is because we too want to have a holy ambition here at Salt St. Paul. And I've been going on these weird drives recently where I just drive around every campus and I look kind of weird and it's like whatever. It's a bit of a vibe for me. I put on one song on replay and it's oh, great. It's called Lord's and Revival. Anyways, call them Revival Drives. It's just me, myself, and I. And I'll drive from St. Thomas. I'll drive down Summit and I'll kind of pray for St. Thomas, that God would start revival at St. Thomas and that the campus of St. Thomas would be flipped upside down for the kingdom of God and people would have no idea what's happening. Like faculty would be like, what's happening? All our students are following King Jesus and it's weird, we're uncomfortable. And then I drove, drive by McAllister and I'm like, man, people go to McAllister thinking they're gonna get a four-year education, but I pray that the kingdom of God would be the thing that they get. And then I go by Concordia and Hamlin, CSP. And I'm like, man, God, what could you do at Concordia and Hamlin? Like, who's at Concordia and Hamlin that I don't even know yet, that one day I pray that I could sit across a coffee table from them and hear about the way that the kingdom of God has transformed their life. And then I go to uh, St. Paul Community College, and then I go to Metro State. Shout out. No one's here from Metro State. Rachel was like, why are you wearing a shirt when no one's from there? Because I want there to be, Rachel. Gosh. Be the vision, Rachel. You can do it. All right. Whatever, that was, that was way meaner than I thought it was gonna be. Love you, Rach. So I go to Metro State, it's kind of on this hill, and then I pray that Metro State would be the place of gospel movement. I go to Northwestern and I'm like, man, God, change these church kids to know you. I'm just like, come on, we need it to happen. And listen, one year ago from today, there were 50 people a part of this college ministry. And it was a beautiful thing because the people who were there loved Jesus and we're praying big prayers for people like you to be in this room now. And here's a prayer for Salt St. Paul, is that we would fill this basement, yes, but one day there would be eight campuses in the city of St. Paul with people filled with a holy ambition to see the kingdom come to earth on those eight campuses. But here's what that's gonna require of us. It's gonna require people who their greatest ambition is to live a holy life. I think one of my greatest fears for a lot of you in this room is that you'll come to Salt Company for a couple years, but you'll live, your, you'll live your life for things that don't matter. And in all honesty, you'll live your life for way lesser ambitions, and you'll live your life to get to the weekend where you'll come to Salt Company on a Thursday and then get wasted every Friday. And you'll do that for four years, and you'll think that's what it means to live a life for the kingdom of God. Or there's some of you in this room that you're like, man, I love the Christianity stuff, when it fits into this little box called Sunday mornings for the rest of my life. But the other 166 hours of my week are mine. 
And so you'll live your life with money and your career. And one day, my biggest fear for a lot of you in this room is that you'll be 84 years old looking back on a life lived for things that don't matter. And I go to bed every night praying for this ministry, that there would be people here where their greatest ambition would not be for themselves, would not be for the weekend, would not be for sexual temptation, but would be for King Jesus. And that your greatest ambition would be holiness. And I think if we became that, if we became a people that were holy, that we would be sent from this place and that St. Paul would actually look different. And on those drives, I've just been asking God, like, God, are you beginning something in this place? Is there revival that might happen in our generation? And for the first time in my life, I think I've been, like, pretty sure he's going to do that. And it might be when I'm 85 and I look back on my life and I'm like, I didn't really do much. I didn't really get to be a part of much, but I got to see the kingdom of God crash into this city. And that's my prayer for some of you is that you would catch a vision for your life that's bigger than the weekend, that's bigger than that one night stand that you're looking so forward to, whatever that is, I'm praying that you would catch a vision for your life and that your greatest ambition in your life would be to live a life of holiness, to flee sin and to pursue righteousness and that you would look like Jesus on your campus. And Jesus, like the Bible, as he stepped into every village, as he stepped into every social strata, he both offended everyone and yet compelled many to him. And your life, I pray your life would be offensive to the watching world because you wouldn't feed into all the different things that they're trying to sell you, but you would know that your identity is in Christ and you're good. And would that actually compel many towards us tonight? So I want you to stand up as we enter back into worship. And here's my prayer for all of us in this room tonight is that we would say, King Jesus, my greatest ambition in my life is to follow you and to live a life of holiness. And would that radically transform the campuses we're in and the city that we live in. And I pray that one day all of us would be able to look back at a generation revived because our greatest ambition was holiness. Amen? Let's worship.